Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am borderline positive Chuck Mockler. Uh, and we're from the Neighborhood <laughs> Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks. Oh, yeah. Bring you locked on Clippers five days a week. When can they listen to it? 7 a.m. We had someone hit us up at 7.05. They're currently, they're the winner right now. They're winner. leading, they're the earliest listener. One of a brand new Batum Battalion t-shirt. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, look. A little bit of a tough loss. Clippers struggled to put up 90 points against the Mavs. Yeah. Um, you know, Luca struggled to put up 80 points. <laughs> Luca adjusted against the defense really well. You know, Clips played hard. Didn't get a lot of production out, uh, out of the bench, but we're going to talk about what we liked in that mm-hmm. one as well as what we didn't like. It's also Thursday, so we're talking Thirsty Thursday. It's what we want to see more of. We, we got a whole bunch of stuff to go through in there. We're going to talk a, a little bit more about the buyout market, possibly. We're going to talk about Zoo. We're going to talk about how weird the Canard situation has now gotten. Because um, we got to talk about all of that. And then in shavings, there's another trade possibility. The Clippers' names has been floated in. Uh, so we are going to talk about that. And anything else that comes up, as I mentioned briefly, today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win? Or do you win because you're happy? And only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, the Clippers dropped a weird one in Dallas, 105 to 89. One of the more pitiful score lines you'll see on both sides if I'm being honest <laughs> uh, of a game and an NBA game in 2021 no Serge Ibaka again yeah hope he's doing okay Mavs were without Dorian Finney-Smith so they started Tim Hardaway Jr. who Killer. very good it gave him more spacing on that starting five for the Mavs oh you think so yeah he's just a, you know it's the way he played against us I think that helped him out a little bit but let's get into what we liked I mean, one of the things that's tough about this game, one of the many things that's tough about this game, is that Paul George had a fantastic game go to waste. Oh, I thought he and Kawhi both did. Yeah, uh, PG 28-7-5, 5 of 8 from 3. He made more threes than the rest of the team combined. Uh, <laughs> we, made, we made 9 tonight. I wish he would have taken more threes, honestly. He wasn't getting calls, but Kawhi played great. He put up uh, he put up 20, had seven assists, and his passing looked really, really good in this one. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really, really solid. Um and and like defensively, the team was locked in. Um Yeah, right? Like you look at the point total for the Mavs. Yes. It's not a lot of points. Yeah, I know it's easy like to t- have the takeaway that Luca had 40. Yes, his assists were limited, and they did really Look, man, they put a lot of looks on him. A lot of guys spent time on that. Oh, I promise I, you we try. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm excited to dig into those matchup numbers a little bit more. But, I mean, the guy was just, he was, he, he had an incredible performance. It, it was really, really difficult. Um, yeah, had, had some tough shots. I, I don't know. Is there is there anything else that we liked? This one leaves a bad taste in a lot of in a lot of it, fans' mouths. It does. I, the I shooting wanna, was just so bad. Yeah, I I don't want to overreact to anything because I mean like it's really hard to glean too much long term from a game in which one of the best offenses in the NBA puts up eighty nine points. So like I don't want to dwell on this too much. But should we get into what we didn't like? Let's get into what we didn't like, and it's it's the shooting. The shooting in this game was so bad. Yeah. Uh, 
Kind of like you put in the notes, from everywhere. From everywhere. We, yeah, like, so we were 9 of 32 from 3, including just 2 of 9 from the right corner, which, poof, that's a rough percentage. Uh, e- even in the paint, we struggled. We were 1 for 9 outside of the restricted area. We were 20 for 30 in the restricted area, but that's still just, like, that's about league average. Yeah. which I feel, And I feel like missing 10 point-blank shots isn't that great that's not um, good so yeah it like it was just all over the place it, it was a goofy one it was a hard one i and i think that it it, it gets sort of double rolled right because guys are tired which is fine we're gonna uh, talk about that in the second we're gonna talk about it more later but like <laughs> you know guys are tired i get that they're not getting calls i get that and then on top of that you know like on the other end of the floor you're playing defense so hard uh and it's just it, you just can't catch a freaking break, man. Yeah. And uh, it seems ugh. it just seems very, very difficult. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It just and and it this one. So here's one of the things that also just from watching the game perspective. Obviously, it sucks when your team's not making shots. It doesn't look good when your team's not making shots. From yeah. a watching the game perspective, I'm not knocking modern basketball or anything like that. But like, dude, this game was ugly. Yeah. The, yeah, the, like, we'll be, let's talk about the pace. Yeah, so I, I felt like one thing, I, I thought that we could have pushed a little bit more at times for the right shot. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, like, I'm not, because I, I know that I get critical of the team when we pull, when we do, like, an early jumper or something, too. But, like, I, I just thought there were times in this game where we didn't really play with the right pace, especially to finish out quarters or to close out that first half. Yeah. Uh, Closed I, I out just, the third well of Paul, yeah. because of Paul George. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> there was some great stuff there. But just uh, from a consistent basis, I mean, the Mavs gave up 18 turnovers, and we did not put up 90 points. Like yeah. that, I mean, that to me is, is <laughs> I don't know, it's struggle. It's I struggle sometimes watching this team when they're, like, pushing the ball up in transition and, like, you got to run or like you got to push a little bit at times. You know, I'm not even saying all the time. I'm not saying that we need to be a crazy fast team. Yeah, that's not the DNA of what this team is. But like there are times when you need to take those opportunities. Um, you know, we did score. We did end up scoring 28 points off of those 18 turnovers, which is solid. Yeah, I, I just think that like it's just stuff like that. Like um, it makes it hard to win games like this. It just makes it right. Exactly. Like it makes it so you can't put up over 105 points. Yeah, and it makes it really difficult to chip away at a lead if you're not like using those possessions wisely. And, yeah, you know, on the counter side, sometimes when we do try to speed things up, we make it looks some like of the worst mistakes <laughs> ever. But like that's just one of those things that you you have to be able to do. You have to be able to play at different speeds. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't stop Luca. No. Six of 11 from deep. He, yeah. And like, dude, he was hitting some shots where it's like, what are we supposed to do? Some of these, he was hitting some of like bailout possession shots. And you're like, like what? Well, I mean, this sucks. So far, like so far back. Um, I don't know. And, and that's not to discredit him. I mean, he had a great performance yeah. for sure. But it, it's not like we were just like letting him cook, uh, yeah. so to speak. And the bench, I mean, like... Dude, the bench was bad. Kawhi and Paul George really got no help in this one. None. Either, I mean, and not even just from the bench, like, no other stuff. The refs were horrible, too. Paul George, again, was getting destroyed at the rim, and there's just no calls. Kawhi got some, didn't get some calls. Zoo didn't. Um... Who's rebounding? I was a little disappointed with him this one. It started off so hot. He made it, he grabbed a couple of early boards, which was great. 
Um, I mean, he had seven boards. He had four offensive boards, but... Seven boards is not enough to me for a starter who's the biggest man on the floor. In 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's not enough. Did we win boards on this one? What was it? 37 to 43. Yeah. Market difference from the last time we played when we destroyed them on the boards. Yeah, we well, yeah, rebounded them by like 13 boards. It's a lot it's, of boards. <laughs> it's a lot of boards. How are we feeling? We, we haven't done a how we feel in a while after a game. How we, I feel weird. I feel weird, but like I said, I, I don't want to get too down on this one. I don't want to overreact. Like, there's issues with this team. Like, period. Yeah, but obviously. This game isn't any more or less a showing of those issues than we've seen over the last 10 games or 15 games. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in no way overreacting this one. The sky is not falling. Um, this team has stuff to work on, and it's it's getting to that point of the season where I'm I'm not worried. It's just like freaking frustrating, you know? Yeah. It's just like that middle <laughs> troll of the season where it's like, yeah. come on, man. Like, let's just. And we played so well the last game <laughs> that to come out. Just to come out, because really it was it was shooting. Shooting is the thing that doomed us in this one. Yeah. And you're just like, all right. And you just can't Process looked it. good. Yeah, yeah. I you guess, just can't you know. It. It's 30 games left. The Clippers are not what I would call a rock-solid contender for the championship right now. Not right now. At no. the moment that we're recording this. But this game was also down two starters, you know? Like classic Clippers. Hey, it's not a Clippers game if we're, down two, if we're not down two starters, you know? Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about what we're thirsty for in the next segment from just kind of in general. That one's kind of a downer, if I'm being honest. But first, hey, as we all know, as everyone knows, joy creates success. And this week's Nickelodeon Multiplayer of the Week is Paul George. Now this I'm excited for. We got to give this joy one to PG. For. Uh, he hit a dagger in Monday's game to seal it against the Mavs. He bet, which was great because he was not shooting well in that game, but he bounced back. He wasn't afraid to take the big shot. Yeah, to put it to ten points with Near, just, nearly pulled the Clippers out tonight. Tried his best, twenty eight points. He was just sniping it from beyond the arc. He needs to be taking more threes per game. Um, let's hope his shot is fully back. You know. Yeah, I think it might be. We're also going to have to run it back all the times that you said you've said on this podcast that Paul George should not be taking so many threes. He should be taking more threes. (laughs) He needs to be taking 10 threes a game. I've talked about this. Um, Let's hope this play continues versus the Hornets because we'll need it because I would like to break 90 points. I wonder which Clippers player will be next week's ultra player of the week. Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or you win because you're happy? Will, how else can you win? You can also win by betting in the the fastest and easiest place to go for all your sports action is, of course, Bet Online. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. But Bet Online doesn't just cover sports, they cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. Oh, yeah. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your f- first deposit. Use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Whoa. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Go, 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 go. <laughs> that's, that's, an old, that's a throwback. We haven't done in a while. Um, just kind of what we want to see more of. We talk about this every Thursday. I guess I want to see Zoo starting more. I think it's matchup dependent, like we've talked about, but... I don't want to overreact, but tonight's performance makes me double think that. 
that's overreacting because I think the last episode we talked about how he played so well that he should be starting more. <laughs> no. You're Stephen A. Smith in us right now. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just, I'm not saying he should take Serge's spot. I also don't think this will happen. Um, With the way that this Clippers team is designed to play, it's designed to have more than four shooters. You should have like four and a half shooters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's there's just some matchups look. where I, it looks I, good. I think it's an interesting look, and I do think that, you know, matchup dependent, it, it definitely um, it definitely has its place. Uh, and and Sue was really solid tonight. I, I'm <laughs> Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm in my head. <laughs> That's a weird uh, game, dude. The game has every, game. everyone after this Clippers game, which we're, I'm happy we didn't record this right after the game got down. Yeah. Because I was hot. Yeah. I was a little hot for this one. Um, it was a goofy game. But uh, no, I, I I think that like given a, a matchup thing, I, I think that that's that could be worthwhile. Um, as long as it's I don't know, man. I, I'm also like, where are we at with the five out now? You know how? How much Very trust do I have in that closing game? Yeah. Should that be starting game? That's something we haven't. I don't think I'm it should be my starting mind right now, dude. <laughs> so I would like to see the five out lineup more. I think so. I'm not. I mean, you know, <laughs> even played, when it looks like tonight. Yeah, even when it looks horrible. Like there's funny Ty Lue talked about in the pregame before the second Mavs game. He was like, "Yeah, Patrick Patterson's our backup center," and it's like, so we don't have a backup center then. Yeah. We we when Serge is out, like we talked about mean? maybe needing another bit, but like we need someone who can play minutes, yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, they did go small, they went small kind of early this game, too, didn't they? At one point, yeah, like the tomb or something at the five, yeah. Uh, there was some there was some tweaking going on there, but yeah, I don't so it's also been a minute removed from some of the clutch stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I also forgot wanna, about that I, stuff. I, I also <laughs> want to see another look, or not even another, like a true look at Zoo in the closing lineup. Yeah. Because I feel but like that's it, an availability thing. So now we're at that. No, definitely. Li- we, right? We, like we've it's had to completely pivot. Yeah. But, you know, all things being, I, I'd like a look at Zoo in the closing lineup with all things being, you know, normal or as normal as they get for the Clippers. Yeah. That's a very good call. Um, what would you like to see more of? I, man, I gotta be honest. I'm kind of getting thirsty for the buyout market to happen. Okay. Um, I'm just waiting any day for fee to be released. Maybe they can send him to a team for cash. For cash. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. <laughs> I've always talked about wanting to trade players for things other than cash or other players. Yeah. There's been trades in baseball where it's like fax machine. We don't need anything back. We just need to feel. <laughs> I, I don't care. That's Truly, fair. Fax machine, whatever you that's want. That's fair. Bag of old hair clippings. I don't okay, know. Okay, that seems a little disrespectful. Make your own wigs. That seems disrespectful. Um, yeah, I want to see the buyout market. Do you think the buyout... Uh, you're more on the buyout than the trade market. You're higher on that. I think, like, look, man. I, I It gets difficult, uh, but I think just... just just kind of bolstering up some things is more what we need. Um, a trade for the right player, which we will talk about a big possible trade in the next segment, um, is interesting. But it it feels, just from where I'm sitting right here, maybe a little further away uh, than the buyout market because, you know, those guys are ready to go. Right? Yeah, they're hanging out. Uh, they're just doing their thing. And I'd kind of, and, you know, 
Like once again, for a team that has issues with consistency, why not just get your buyout candidate in there early? You know, <laughs> that's a really get good in, point. Get in a couple practices. That's actually a get really a good point. Reps in. I'm not mad at that. Um, it's kind of like I mean, it didn't pan out well for us, but how we had Rodney McGruder, he couldn't. He was playoff ineligible for that playoff run. Uh, thank God it, that you know he in played 18, in all those minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like you know, you get established with the team. It's good for chemistry. I'm not mad at that. Um, I'd love to see the Clippers draw more fouls. Yeah. Teams foul us 18 times a game, which is the fewest in the league. Opposing wow. teams do. And part of this is the whistle, right? At some point, the whistle has to even out. Paul George had a great quote post-game uh, on getting no calls from the referees. He said, it's a bunch of lies. <laughs> love it. And you yeah. know, as we always say on this podcast, realize, realize, realize. Real lies. Um, I don't know what's happening with these. I don't know if the Clippers media team has to make a supercut and send it to Scott Foster's house or whoever controls the referees. Yeah. I know it's not Scott Foster. Um, but it's it's absurd. The refs also in these last two games, horrendous in both games. I and, and absolute garbage. Yeah, both both ways. sides. Both both yeah, <laughs> both, both ways too. I mean, I'm asking to get some calls. I, you could just tell people the, the guys were really frustrated. Yeah, but I just, I don't, and it's not like, I don't want the team to play and change their play style. We're getting open looks. We're one of the best shooting teams of all time up to this point. Hey, when we're getting to the paint, like, I'm happy with it. Yeah. We can't control the refs. It's one of those things. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, why, why we're thirsty for it, but <laughs> it's one of those things that's so difficult. Um, And it's hard to, like, I guess a little bit of me is glad that, you know, we are still sitting at four with not getting the calls. True. Because I think that, you know, sometimes when it's part of the, the overall strategy, um, it doesn't always go your way in the playoffs. And I do think that we had some issues with that even last year. Yeah, uh, that's a really good... Yeah, we were, the, we were the number one free throw shooting team in terms of attempts yeah. last season. Um, so what else? What else are we thirsty for? I'm thirsty for a pat update, man. Yeah, what's going on with that? Like, are we not going to hear anything until? Is he going to be back the, on Saturday? Are we not hearing anything till the end of the road trip? I guess not. I mean, we play Saturday. Yeah, that's fair. So hopefully we'll hear. I mean, if they rule him out Friday, then I think it's something to be even maybe a little more concerned with. Yeah, if when we're back at home, he's still not in the lineup. Well, if they rule him out a day early, it's like, come on, that's yeah. not good. Um, I. This is one that maybe deserves a larger section that we can bring Joseph Fry Award to talk about with, because that man is king of this many games and this many nights. This is their record. Uh-huh. Shout out Joseph Fry Award and the whole clip set. Pod, I want this team to look better when they're tired. Okay, so... I don't know how it happens. No, I feel I'm, I'm dumb saying it. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. They just don't look like they can win games when they're tired. They looked... So here's what's weird. They looked great on the second night of a back-to-back the other day, right? Yeah. But that was after they had like a look yourself in the mirror and point it and say, you can do better than this moment. Yeah, and then tonight <laughs> like, looks like the second night of the back-to-back. I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, I want this team. I don't know if it's not more conditioning. I don't think that's how you get to look better when they're tired. Yeah. I don't know anything about how to condition an NBA team, but I just want them to look, because you're going to be tired in the playoff. I mean, that's the thing. Like You're going to have to play three games in six nights. Yeah. And- you're going to have to win all three of them. And I don't know. It's not an effort thing. I'm not going down that weird road. But I just want it to look better when they're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Get some more sports science guys in there. People in there. Excuse me. 
What about this? Yeah. Uh, just the the right amount of caffeine, not too much. <laughs> just everyone right up. giving they, them go pills. They micro, That's my uncle they used micro-dose, to call. They microdose everybody. Yeah, and uh, they kind of you know slowly slowly build up until they figure out what everyone's tolerance is. You know. Yeah, that's smart. And then you just you know you pop a couple caffeine pills. You're good to go. I got one. They go on that Da Vinci sleep schedule where you sleep 20 oh, minutes. I feel like someone inevitably <laughs> is going to have to sleep during the game. Do well, we all sleep every three hours? We're only running eight guys anyway. One, <laughs> um, I guess and then the last thing, the Luke saga is weird. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. Getting like, it's one thing to not play a major minute. Fine. But like getting a DNP in this Dallas game makes no damn sense to me. We ran out the full bench lineup at one point. What yeah. is what is the there's no good in not giving Kennard those minutes? Yeah, agreed. And you, unless you're like, oh, well, if he gets a freak accident in four minutes of play, sure, I'll give you that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's getting like, dude, what? Like, this doesn't. We ran eight guys. It just, I guess, it was more of a playoff thing. But we were down two guys who aren't going to play in the, or like, you know what I mean? Like, who are going to play in the playoffs? No, tonight? I agree. I agree. Yeah, the rotations for this one were a little interesting. Um, it makes a little bit more sense, I guess, that that he didn't play in the last game. Uh, I, there wasn't really time for him. Yeah. Um, he had three good games in a row. He did, yeah. And then he, it's just like, Nathan. And I don't know, like, are they resting him because they've got a trade lined up? Like, I don't think that's... I don't think so, just because yeah. I, I don't know that his value is high enough. I mean, if you're only looking at box scores, if you're trading him to Bill Simmons, <laughs> sick thoughts. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking a possible trade idea floated by Kirk Goldsberry. Not to us personally. He uh, mentioned it in something else. But first, Will Auto Parts. Where? What? Who? Buy uh, me for? Rock Auto Parts. Rock Auto is the best place to go for Auto okay. Parts. Look, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating line of questioning, and why wait until the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or just a daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now that we're driving, we're gassed up. How can I gas my body up? <laughs> you can gas your body up with Built Bar. We've been talking about Built Bar uh, all week. Feels like I've been talking about Built Bar for years. The best tasting protein bar on the market for a minute. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, fantastic-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on every bar. Every single bar has 100% chocolate. And now is the time to vote. 
uh, on which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Everyone's talking about it. Today's uh, matchup is Coconut Almond versus Cookies and Cream. Who do you got? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, it's a tough one for me. I think I might go Dark Horse. I might go Coconut Almond. I think Cookies and Cream takes it. Coconut Almond's very good. Coconut Almond. Two very different flavors, which I like. Yeah. In terms, of, in terms of matchup. You know, when you're looking at a built bar matchup, you like to see these contrasting styles. Uh, no, that's that's what I'm saying. It's a tough one. I've, I would have to go Coconut Almond. We'll see what happens. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to at Built underscore bar on Twitter to vote. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15. To get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, that is Locked15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. All right, so we're back with yes. some shavings. Kurt Goldsberry, fabulous. Mentioned- Graphics genius, I would say. Oh, yeah. One of the best, one of the best people at, visual, at making, letting you visualize data. Yes. Fantastic. Anyway. Uh, anyways, you floated a trade to you personally. <laughs> yeah, we, me and Kirk, we were just jabbing. You know, Goldie. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was talking about the Clippers being a team that could maybe trade for Victor Oladipo. We, I think we danced around this. We've talked on about an episode it. Recently. I, I don't know how we can make twenty-two million work. There's ways, but there's ways where it's like, why would the Rockets do this? Okay. You know what I mean? Um, it would probably have to include Zubats because he's the only piece of any value from the Clippers for the Rockets, right? I mean, then we're kind of already out. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that's a, it's an issue where you're like, okay, so we're losing... The one center that we currently have on the roster. <laughs> yeah. It's like giving Patrick Patterson when it just isn't going to happen. Um but maybe this is a three-team situation. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. We don't really know how the trade will work, especially now that the Rockets have dealt P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Who you think could be someone who could be thrown in to help salaries match. He obviously didn't want to be there mm-hmm. um, or something like that. But Justin Russo was putting out some interesting stats about this. Okay. Because um, Oladipo would fit really well on this Clippers team. If healthy, sure. If healthy, which we will talk about too. Oladipo shooting 41% on catch-and-shoot threes this season. He's shooting 42.9% on wide-open threes this season. So those are the th- two things where it's like, all right, well, if we're getting Oladipo, he's going to do this mostly. The other thing, he's averaging 13 drives per game. There's only two Clippers players averaging over 10, which is Paul George and Kawhi. Again, yeah. thank you to Justin Russo at Fly by Night for these stats. So the fit is there. Yeah. Usage, though, you got to consider, too, is like a little bit different given that yeah. offense and he's like a major part of it, which I he think he wouldn't but, be here. But he's still efficient is the thing. Like even all these wide open shots, he's still putting up like efficient numbers. Yeah. And I think with the way the Clippers system works, I mean, yeah, you're right. I can't pretend that the usage isn't drastically different, but he's been shooting so well that I think it'd be okay. So if this happened, I don't know again. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. I, I don't know, man. This is a guy whose availability has been just as shoddy as Patrick Beverly's. Yeah. Who's going to command a lot more money off coming off of this contract. Yeah. And so, like, this to me would be a situation where if we traded for him, like, unless we won a championship, I would not really see us re-signing him. That's where it's weird, too, because he's going to be, I think he's going to be, what, 27? Yeah, he's not terribly season? old. Um, <laughs> he's not terribly old. How old's terribly old? I don't know, 30? Damn it. NBA years? I yeah, mean, I no, know. for sure. What's your, what's, 
How old is a regular human? Like you are terribly old. Uh, he's 28. A hundred? All right, that's fair. So he's 28. So he'll be in his quote-unquote prime or whatever in terms of NBA years. Yeah, after this I don't year. know. Well, <laughs> injuries. But it's an interesting thing. I don't know how it works now, though. I, think, I don't think it's possible. Yeah. I think it's kind of out of our... I mean, all the Clippers front office might make it. We'd also, we're definitely throwing in a ton of seconds. <laughs> like, maybe 10 of them, you know? Um, just something to think about. It's interesting. We got, by the time this comes out, there'll be, what, a week until the trade deadline's up. Yes. Yeah, the 25th. Yes. Ooh. Are you scared? I'm getting a little, I'm nervous and I'm excited. Gotcha. Because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I tweeted that Zubak was really driving up his trade value, just as a joke. <laughs> I don't really want to see Zoo traded. Um, I don't know. Scale of one to ten. What's what do you think? Ten being definitely one being not at all. Where do you think the Clippers are at on making a move? I, it's so hard for me to read, man. Yeah. Uh, so it depends on the move. Like I think a hundred percent we're we're getting a buyout and we're getting and we're dumping fee. Uh, I think a hundred percent. I think if we didn't do that, I would then I would maybe start to be a little bit worried. Um, oh, if there's nothing done, if we don't even add guys on the buyout, which I think we can do after the, the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, I guess if we don't add guys on the buyout before the trade deadline, I assume they were working on something and it didn't work out. And then we'll add guys later. Yeah. But I want, like you, you brought up earlier, I want that to happen fast, though. Like, I want that to happen on the 26th, how about? <laughs> like, if we don't get a trade done, I would like the buyout stuff to happen on the 26th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of interesting that, that with there being not quite a flurry, but, like, more kind of stuff happened today. You know, we, we talked briefly about the P.J. Tucker stuff. It does seem like, you know, the ball is rolling a little bit more even now than it was a couple of days ago. For sure. Um, I, I will never understand. Like, why it always has to be so close to the deadline? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get this stuff figured out. Like, like truly. That's a, that's a fair gripe. Um, Maybe you're going back and forth that long. I don't know. I mean, that's the NBA. We've all, we've all seen draft day. We know how crazy these trade scenarios can get. And that that's was just true. one day. Um, <laughs> that about wraps it up. We're going to end on a, on a heartfelt Paul George quote. Um, he was asked about the heinous terror attack that happened in Atlanta. Yeah. And he gave a wonderful answer. Um, he said, I think if you're listening to this, you should agree with, and we all agree with uh, over at Lockdown Clips. He said, I'm with the Asian community. I stand with them. I feel, and I've been raised this way. We share this world together. It's no point that any race should look at any other race less equal. It's just a crazy time and world we live in. It's well said, PG. I stop Asian hate. It's just, uh, just a shame that these things keep having to happen. Yeah. It's absolutely absurd. Um, Friday's episode, our preview of the Clippers versus Hornets game on Saturday. Playing a Love Mary Quarantine. Whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, you can find us on formerly iTunes podcast musics i believe it used to be called yes formerly now they've abbreviated it i believe it's just the podcast app that's tight can they leave us a review on there yes you can uh we'd love to know what you think you can also listen though on google podcasts on spotify on stitcher on deezer can't leave a review there but you can subscribe it would oh, yeah. really help us out definitely uh as we mentioned up top we come at you monday through friday 7 a.m pacific We'd love to have you listen. Absolutely. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.